When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter Big Brother bonus episode. I'm Laura, and I'm here with Courtney from Coco Hi. Loses. Woo-woo, you got it. The last, you well, no, not for the last one. You've got it before, but I know we had a hard time last week. I was like, I'm going to make sure if this is for our finale episode, I better damn well get it right. You sure did. So I'm just going to warn you, my voice has been going in and out. I am not sick again. I am, um just guilty of yelling too much at drag brunch yesterday apparently so hey you know what that's a good as reason as any right yeah like just I think having loud music for like trying to have conversations over loud music for three hours just my voice is shot I'm sure well and you were at that Holland Oates concert and I'm sure you were singing your heart out there so between the two yes you are correct I'm very jealous. I love Holland Oats and I would love to see them. They were supposed to come um, right before the pandemic. And then obviously they didn't end up coming. And yeah. I don't even know if I'd had any, have anyone to go with, but. Oh my um, God. I would have gone with you. You would have been even more fun than Jeff probably. Cause that would have, like, I do. Up. I really like them a lot, which is Ugh. like so random. <laughs> I love Holland Oats. And yeah, I've had these tickets for well over two years I think I oh them. wow yeah I bought them in like probably mid 2019 or something oh my gosh yeah least. so yeah I had oh, them I'm a glad long you got time. to go so it was so much fun but um we got some big brother to talk we sure do um we only have two episodes but obviously there there's some big ones because the last episode was the the two-hour finale so I know I always get sad because like you know to me obviously Big Brother is like synonymous with summer that's like summer's ending and, and this year I guess this is about the same time it usually ends um but you kind of have that like hole to fill until next year yep yep exactly yeah it's um I will say a lot of times I feel like the finales are a lot of fluff and I feel like even if I know who's going to win, they kind of just can be boring because yeah. I feel like 90% of the time you kind of have a good idea of who's going to win. And, yep. um, but I really enjoyed this finale. It was so good. I remember thinking it, so we, we didn't get to live talk about it because, you know, you saw it two hours after I did. And, um, I made a point to watch it live and I was like, Oh, I can't talk to Laura. This is hard. And then I told, told you by the time you were done, I was going to be asleep. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, we talked a little bit about it the next day, but I definitely think we were on the same page. Like it was so, it was really, really solid. Yeah. And like I said, even though, I mean, spoiler alert, we knew who was going to win. <laughs> um, it still didn't make it like less exciting. I felt like it was still really good. I actually, right. So like going into it, I was convinced X was going to win. Right. And then 
as the comps were happening, I really started to get very anxious. Like, what if he does not win this HOH and then no one takes him? I I was like, I don't even know if I'll watch it. I, I felt the same way. I was I was feeling the same way. But let's before we get too much, because I feel like we're gonna have yes. so much we want to say about the finale. So let's go to the episode before, which was from the Sunday prior on uh, the twenty sixth, um, which was a lot of recapping. Um, I feel like each, they kind of did like a recap of each player yeah, um, and their season. It started with Xavier. Um, they did a lot of the whole like saying about him, him saying he's a bartender, but really he's a lawyer. Um, he talked about his final two deal with Big D, um, how he joined the cookout, him throwing comps. He was on the block five times. And they never managed to get him out. So Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah. Um, he was be- just basically talking about all of his game and what he's done. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it was, like, pretty obvious. It's, like, if he had, let's just say he had not, like, thrown any competitions and he had just, like, actually tried to fight to win, he would have just, I mean, and maybe that would have gotten him out sooner because it would have, I mean, I think people saw him as a threat, but didn't see it as much until later on towards the end. Totally. And can we also briefly talk about the fact that he's only 27? Like, Xavier's I, 27? Yes. So in the in the finale, right, when everyone was like revealing their secrets and he said, these are the things that are true about myself. And he yeah. said, I'm 27. And I, I thought, do remember what the that. fuck? Oh my like, God. He, seriously, I'm 33. He seems way older than me. And I just, am, I just think it adds to how impressive his game was, how thought out it was. Obviously he's a lawyer and he's used to strategizing, but like you said, he really knew when to hold back. He knew when to give it his all. He knew how people were going to perceive him. And I was very impressed. And honestly, I almost texted you like, where are the men like that on my dating apps? Because <laughs> he is like a 10 out of 10 across the board. I mean, he's just so good in all, too. so good looking, so funny, so intelligent, good job, family man. I mean, I really like, where, where is he? How is he single? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm shocked. Cause I mean, I'm, about to be 37 and I would have thought he was like closer to my age for sure I I totally was like he's got to be like at least 35 he just really uh, he just carries himself with someone um who's as someone who's a lot older I, I feel like yeah absolutely um so the next Julie um basically says we're like gonna go into Oz's recap and um and Julie basically introduces it as like, let's talk about what Aza has done to prove herself this season. <laughs> and I'm not joking where I felt like Julie almost couldn't even keep a straight face when she said Julie that. is like the queen of shade sometimes. Yeah, because she's like, she knows damn well, Aza, you didn't do anything to prove yourself this season. No, not at all. Not at all. It's like, it you're was- right. She probably was like, I can't even say this. Yeah. <laughs> So Aza, she basically just talked about cookout being great for her game because the cookout members were all bigger threats than her. So she was able to basically let Tiffany, Xavier, and Kylan do all of the dirty work, get the blood on their hands, let them like be the big like targets, which I was like, that's actually a good point. Like cookout was good for her in that sense because 
they were always a bigger target. Um, she played off that she won HOH when she needed to, and that was when she stopped laying low. And I was like, okay, Aza. Like, Nobody's believing anything you're saying. You just conveniently won an HOH. You weren't trying harder to not Dude, lay low. Like, like, you just got lucky and you won an HOH. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not buying what she's selling. No. Um, so from there, we get into a big D recap. Um, he kind of, like, talked about just how him being a big guy, he knew right off the bat he wasn't going to be able to be a comp beast. He knew he was going to have to rely on his social game because those physical competitions, he knew he wasn't going to be able to compete for those. Um, He says that he targeted stronger players for his final two deals because he knew um, basically that they would be doing really good at comps which would help protect him, which I thought that was a brilliant move on his part. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, we're good now. Oh, did you lose me? Oh, yes, you were frozen. I, I, when I, was, like, Are you, I was like, you're frozen. But then I was like, I don't know if she can hear me. I definitely couldn't hear you. And although this is recording, so everybody else heard me. Um, That's fine. <laughs> well, I just, I want to, I'm going to recap what I had just said, though, sure, just sure. because... Um, he had mentioned, did you hear me talk about anything regarding Big D? Yes. So you said that he knew he wouldn't be able to do the physical comms. And so he relied on his social game. Okay. Um, and then I thought, I thought this was like really smart on his part. He said that he decided to target who he felt looked like the strongest players for all of his final two deals, because he knew that they would be like the ones who would do good at comp. So if you target those strong people who are good at comps, you know, then they're going to protect you and you're, they're, you're not going to be one of their targets when they do win competitions. Now, here's my question. Do you think he and Aza came up with these stories themselves or do you think production was like, we got to have them say something. So like, let's help them spin it this way. I mean, do producers, I mean, you got to think, they've had to lay in bed every night thinking, That's true. what What am I going to tell people that that is, like, going to help me win this game? So That's have- true. And I guess, at least in Big D's, like, in regards to him, we I guess we do know he really thinks he did something. Yeah, so- producers, yeah, producers have no problem, like... Um, Making you somebody show a bad edit. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So, um, so then this is where this gets brought up to me for like three, the next two episodes, like three or four times, because this is where big D first mentions that he's the one who put the cookout together. Yes. So I originally thought it was Tiffany big D starts saying he did it. And then I'm pretty sure Xavier does. It says he did it in one of his um, speeches talking to the jury or in one of his speeches. So, and then we like never address it. So how I remember it, I also feel like in the jury house, Tiffany was like, it was day one. I don't remember. Was it day one? Maybe like, like they named it day one too. I think, yeah, I think it was like day one, day two. Like it was right in the beginning. Um, I do think X came up with, like, Xavier came up with the name. I'm almost positive that that is true. Okay. Because um, he just was like, the cookout, and everyone was like, yeah. And so they were all into that. I do kind of feel like it was Tiffany. So I don't know. That's, 
this whole season, I've been thinking it was Tiffany who came up with the cookout. Yeah. But now Big D numerous times is sharing that he came up with the cookout. But, like, I feel like Tiffany's personality was where she would have, like, corrected them. I think so. But I also think, um, and I, I did see some of this on Reddit last week, um, in terms of the things he was saying he did, where the other members of the cookout were kind of, like, glancing at each other and sort of smirking, but no one really wanted to call him out. Uh I think honestly, my opinion would be that she's just glad the mission was accomplished. And if he wants the credit for it, I think she's confident in the fact that America is going to watch it and know it was her. Okay. And because also like, why get up there and make him look like an idiot? He already looked like one. And so, so then what, and I was wondering too, is are we remembering that because she was such, um, a big part of um, like the duo part of the Alliance, like right. where she, the, the master plan as she's called it. So I know she was the big one with that. So I'm like, maybe that's what I'm confusing it. I don't know. I just know big D and Xavier. I felt like both were kind of trying to take some credit for it. <laughs> I think we'd have to go back and watch. It was like, I remember they were all in the kitchen, the six of them. It just happened to be good timing. It was just the six of them. And yeah. obviously someone was like, let's do this. There was like some pointing. And then Xavier said the cookout. So that's kind of how I remember it. I just don't remember who sort of initiated it, but maybe it was him and we're wrong. I just, regardless, even if he started it, I still consider Tiffany to sort of have been the, the, an X to have been the driving force. I wouldn't really consider a big D a driving force behind it. Correct. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, so from there we go, um, right. And so, um, if you, for some reason are listening to our podcast, but you don't, uh, watch big brother, and... which like, you're the MVP, if that's the case, cause you must be confused. I know. So basically for the final HOH of the year, it's, um, three rounds. So all three of the final three compete in round one. And then, uh, they go on autom- the winner of that automatically goes to the third round. And then round two is the other two. Whoever wins that competes against the winner of round one. And then those two battle it out for HOH. So for this episode, we just um, saw round one. It was called Bouncy Boat Bash. It was basically um, like those big banana boats that you can ride in Mexico. Or that's where I've seen them. But (laughs) I don't know where. And uh, it's basically whoever can hold on the longest will go straight to round three. Yeah, I, I looked fun, honestly. I wouldn't have been on there very long. No, yeah. So um, <laughs> right off the bat, this is what Xavier says. This game was made for Big D and Aza. I mean, they have been floating through uh, this game. Yes, yes. I was and like, that was when is. we got our first. That was when we got our first, like, floater reference, I think, where we, like, saw yeah. this right after and we uh, – <laughs> we both texted each other and we were like, Xavier used the floater term because we were convinced nobody had said that all season. But they really hadn't. So no. I was, you know, and it's, it's, um, I actually also was wondering, you know, I'm like always a conspiracy theorist. I think like production has a heavy hand in most reality shows. And I was wondering if maybe they had said like kind of, cool it this season on some of like the big brother terminology because there are some years where I'm like if I hear one more person say blood on my hands I'm gonna throw up 
Um, the floaters was always a big thing. People were like throwing it around willy nilly. You know, there's yeah. always stuff like that with BB. So I was wondering because it really sort of like had like tampered off a little bit, but I was really glad to see that. Yeah. Or to hear it together. Yeah. <laughs> um so right off the bat, I thought Big D was already doing better than I thought he was gonna do. Yeah. He was like hanging in there. Um and he was like the only one talking. He was like making so many noises and just like <laughs> hyping himself up. And it was hilarious. Oh, big D. Uh, and all this time, like water's flying at them, inflatable sharks and fish and bubbles. And I don't even remember what else, but he is just like got his body death gripped and he's like trying to like just like go with the movements and move around as needed. And, of course, like, Aza and Xavier, though, don't look like they're really struggling at all. But no. they lasted 19 minutes. Yeah. Way longer than I expected and way longer than I would have probably lasted. <laughs> Same. I agree. I, you have to give it up for that, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> and then Xavier was, like, killing it with the shade. And then, so, right after... uh like big D falls Oz's like holding on and looks like she's like not having any problems. And Xavier say, says says Oz basically looks like she always does just laying there and taking a nap, <laughs> which she did. That girl I felt like was in bed for three months. Yes. I would have loved to see. Do you remember the one year where the um, house guests had to wear like Fitbit type things to see who got the most steps and what their movement was. And you earn things based on it. I forgot about that. Oh I yeah. That know. girl wasn't even hitting like 500 a day. I don't know if they didn't do it again. Cause people didn't like it or if they felt like it was like shaming the house. guests. <laughs> but like, Cause even I, it was like when I was really into like weight watchers and working out and I was like, Oh my God, like I would crush this. But like, now I wouldn't and so it's like it is kind of embarrassing um and for sure this season a lot of those people would have had very few steps on their trackers yeah Jeff always gets so annoyed he's like all these people do is lay in bed and whisper in blankets all day (laughs) well that's the thing like theoretically it sounds like it could be fun for a little bit but with no books no social media no internet no tv nothing else no music really i it would drive me nuts i know so you're I like couldn't... yeah i guess i'll just take naps i don't know well exactly or i like to always tell myself no courtney you'd spend the whole summer tanning and working out but i would i know I'd that's what i love to tell myself too. Out. i'd be like because you've <laughs> never seen anyone have these like massive transformations ever oh, that's such a good point laura you i never, never see you want to know why? Because you have an endless supply of food of anything yep. you want, pretty much. If you're like, hey, yep. can we get Apple Jacks? They're like, sure. And no, so true. You're so bored. So if you're a person who suffers from bored eating, like me, how would you <laughs> not just like eat all the time? My transformation would be whatever I weighed going in, I'd weigh more coming out. Like- yeah, like I just, but it's so true. Like I would think well, that's me, I would think there has to be someone out there who, like, went in and, like, even if they weren't, like, super overweight, they maybe lose 15 pounds and, like, look all super because they just, like, work yeah. out every day. But, nope, or, that's or never like happened. A, you know, you put on some muscle or something, like, because there's always those guys in the house, like, Travis, this, or was it Christian? They're interchangeable. Um, Christian, yeah. <laughs> who was super into working out and everything. And, you know, you could, like, learn a lot, I'm sure, from someone like that. I just... 
yeah, it just would depend, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, going back to your point, they were like king and queen of the nap for sure. Yep, a hundred percent. Um, so yeah, so Aza, she ends up slipping at like 26 minutes. So Aza and Big D, they're gonna compete in part two, and Xavier has made it all the way to Woo-hoo. part three. So that's basically how we end that episode. Now we're getting into the finale. Um, so we basically right off the bat, they go right into part two of the HOH. It's called a uh, four of a kind slot machine. Um, you basically got a question that the answer was always four different house guests and it's this giant slot machine and you had to like run on each individual, I don't know, column and yeah. to line up who the four house guests are that answer it. So it could be like, who were the first four house guests to win HOH? And then you'd have to line up those four or whatever. Um, so Aza was like doing decent, but she wasn't like, cause you also had to have them like lined up. So they were like in the like main yeah. line. So yeah. she get it, but she wouldn't have them lined up. So she'd have to go back up there. Um, Big D actually was doing, cause I immediately was like, oh my God, is he going to be able to do this? This looks really I thought hard. so the same. Yeah. And then, um, but he actually was doing really good, except he was completely just like burning the skin off of his knees. Ugh. And um, those types of burns hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah, no, they really do. <laughs> um, yeah, he was just completely ripping the skin off of his knees because he was, like, doing it with his knees. And yeah, it, was like... <laughs> <laughs> it looked awful. Um, so, um, and then, oh, and so it was a timed comp. So everybody did it, like, one at a time. Aza did it in 13 minutes and 19 seconds. Big D finished in 20 minutes and 22 seconds. So Aza wins part two and she'll be competing against X for part three. Um, and then obviously the person then who wins HOH, it's the best HOH because you just pick who sits next to you in the finale. Yeah. So it's uh, pretty great. Um, so at this point, so Big D starting to get nervous that Oz is going to pick X for the final two. Um, Oz is just like being a big baby saying she's so hurt by the things Big D said about how he carried her to the end she's like really stuck on that word carrying like it was like such a joke honestly because on the one hand I do feel like her change of heart came like kind of out of nowhere so like I understood why Big D was getting upset but then he was just spewing a bunch of bullshit and then he was like trying to like sort of like, I don't want to say slut shame her, but he was like, oh, now she wants to take X because she gets cuddles with him and oh, you're yeah. laying on the couch. And and then, like, he was saying it. I don't know if he was saying it just to the cameras or to Xavier, but Xavier was there just trying to shave, remember? Yeah. And he was like, I'm just trying to shave, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was really cool that he just ignored it. He didn't, like, feed into it, you know, let him go off. Yeah. But I was like, dude. I don't know, but also like you and I talked about, I don't know that Aza taking Xavier like would have been, I mean, at this point it was Xavier's game to win, but yeah. I just don't know like if that would have been a good idea. I understood her reasoning, but you're definitely setting yourself up to like, lose. Yeah, get over your feelings. Like I get it. You're upset that Big D's being mean to you, whatever, but like you're dumb. Like, you know, you can't beat Xavier. So because your feelings are hurt, you'd rather let him win. 
Well, and that, well, I don't, I'll go, we'll go back to that. Yeah. I don't want to say anything yet and skip ahead. So, yeah. So, but Big D was starting to get just like super pissy with her. So I'm sure. Well, and I feel like situation. (laughs) we see this a lot where like he, okay. Again, like I said, she did kind of blindside him with, oh, I might do this. But then, like, he freaked out so bad. I was like, even if she was still considering you, you are shooting yourself in the foot. Oh, I yeah, feel like you it... start to freak out and make it worse. And yeah. then she just, you and I were talking about a different situation. But, like, she really has no emotion. And she's just sitting there letting him yell at her. And I don't yeah. know if she just, her feelings were so hurt, if she just truly didn't care, or she didn't want to look bad on TV. But I was like, say something. Put him in his place. Yeah, so yeah, she, exactly. She did because it, it did. It broke out into like a full blown fight. And um, so, yeah, so then we get her just basically confirming that she's just saying her feelings are hurt. So she might want to change her options. Um, and then rather than keeping that to herself and trying to decide like what she really wants to do, she just goes straight to Xavier and tells him, like, I think I'm going to take you to the finale. Mm-hmm. And he basically laughs and says, thanks, Big D, because he knows know. it's dumb, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, like, did not, ex- like, he was not expecting that because he knew, like, it's dumb for her to take him. <laughs> totally. So, um, Big D was, like, then going into, I think this was maybe when he was talking to Xavier, but he was just explaining, like, if I played on emotions, like, she would have been gone along, like, and Kylan would have stayed, like, yeah. So she just flip flops, keeps flip flopping. Um, we go to the jury then, I believe, and then they start talking basically what they feel like the final three have done, feel like why the three deserve to win, if at all. Um, Kylan, right away, he's like saying Big D and Hannah are interchangeable, and that pissed Hannah off. And I thought that was such BS and so stupid. I agree. Um, and so, yeah, he went right to the jury round table. Usually doesn't Dr. Will moderate that? Yeah, I figured it was COVID related, though. Okay, I, I, I wasn't sure. Um, I also, this is like nothing game related. I thought it was maybe the worst dress jury round table I've ever seen. I don't know what any of them were wearing. It was odd. I don't remember. Yeah, I I actually thought Alyssa looked the best. And again, it's irrelevant. I just was like, dang. But you know what? Props to them for staying true to their style, I suppose. I just was like, it's a lot to look at right now. Um, And you and I also briefly mentioned, like, love Brittany to death. But she needed to, like, she was too excitable. Like, when Kylan walked in, you would have thought she saw, like, someone that rose from the dead. I mean, you knew... It was one of those screaming. Yeah, it was a little much. Like she needed to bring it down. And that, like you and I were also saying, I think that's why they need a moderator for something like that. So true. Such a good point. Yeah. Um, Carlin was talking out of his ass. He he pissed Hannah off. I don't think he really contributed. I think at that point he was just still so salty that he really like didn't contribute much. Exactly. Totally. Um so, and then, like, at this point, I, like, because they kept showing, like, before commercial breaks and stuff, like, the at-home family, like, cheering and yeah. stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't feel like they've ever done this before. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's because there's no audience. Yeah. Which we'll get into it when we get a little bit further into this episode. But um, 
it definitely changed the dynamic of the finale not having an audience there. I mean, we've said that like the whole season, but I felt like it really changed like the dynamic of how the yeah. house guests, the jury behaved. And 100%. they did do the family stuff last year because, um, what, when, uh, Cody Cal who won last year? Cody, right? Yeah. They were showing Polly and Cara Maria and I wanted to throw up also. So oh, yeah. that. <laughs> You remember? <laughs> I forgot. Well, wait. Last year we were in COVID too, though, right? Yes, yes. So that was yeah, totally. So no, you're right. It's a COVID thing, but yeah, I was gross. <laughs> um, let's see. Where am I at? Uh, oh, so there were. It's time for us to do part three of the HOH. Um, this one they do live, like actually, like where the other two were like in advance. This one is actually like at the finale with yep. Julie. This one is called House Guest Headliners. Um, and it's basically like, how well do you know the house guests? They watch um, the house guests say like three statements about a juror and they have to pick the one that is false. So um, Xavier like never even had to think about it. Like, no, he like he before they even finished reading the three facts about a jury member. He like already had the answer up. Yes. I was thinking about that and I was like, you could see him analyzing every single fact they said. And as soon as he, like, if a was wrong, he didn't even, he knew a was going to be the wrong one. Like he's just, again, he really is so intelligent. It's it's yeah. And that's exactly him being a lawyer. Definitely these types of things where you have to be listening and like, you just have to be kind of ahead. He just like killed it. He got all eight right. Aza had missed the very first question, but then she got the seven right. So Xavier wins and he is going to the finale. So at this point, we're like, Xavier's going to win the game. Yeah. Who is he going to take? We assumed Big D because he seemed to be very clear that he was like all for that final two deal. Yeah. Um, So yeah, time for him to make his decision. During speeches, um, this is when, like, so, this is when they started saying, like, X was the one who started the cookout. It's, this is when I was, like, still just very confused. But we already talked yes. about that. Um, but we'll just get to it. Xavier, he evicts Aza, Big D. He was immediately like, okay, I'm ready to go home. Let's get this over with. Yeah. Like, Big D was like, all right, we're here. Let's do this. Um, I feel like that would be me. Like all I would be thinking about was like, oh my God, we're getting out of this house today. I think the same thing. I'd be like, oh my God, I get my phone. I get to know like what I was just thinking about this again today. Like, and it's funny the season's like been over for a week, but this is what I was thinking about. Like you, I would have such a hard time just not knowing what's going on in the outside world. Um, and like, obviously nothing big really happened this summer. I don't think, but like there have been big events that have happened in the past and they've, cut in and told them I kind of like that I remember one year they were like they said three things and they were like one of these things happened and I don't remember what which one it was but um, I remember that too stuff like that because it's like you just don't know what's going on yeah yeah last year it was a later show right Correct. I was, feel like was they, the election going on while they were in the house so that's what I was just gonna say I feel okay. like 
because it didn't go it was like on in the fall last year it was not That's what on I in thought the summer today. and yes. um I do feel like they announced who the president was last year that's I'll have to look that up because I was thinking today I wonder if it if it was did they have to um like obviously you had to like cast your ballot early if you were planning on voting, which I yes. hope they all did. But I was just thinking about that today. That stuff like that is just so interesting to me, right? Like yeah. the whole world knows something's going on and you don't. I know. It's crazy. And like it I is. can't imagine, like I feel like turning on your phone, like I'd be so excited to have my phone, but it would be yes. way too it would be too overwhelming. Like I agree. Of just yep. My notifications. Yep. Be in your little bubble. Ease back into it. Yep. Exactly. Um, All right. Where was I at here? So Aza just got evicted. Yes. Um, Aza says, um, so when she goes out and she's talking to Julie, uh, she says that she would have taken Xavier if she had won HOH, even though she knows she could have beat Big D. She just didn't feel um, X deserved third place. Okay, so that's what I wanted to talk about earlier. Um, I think she definitely changed her tune on why she was going to take him. And while that I do think is a fact, and I do think he definitely did not deserve third place, I still do not believe anybody in their right mind would take someone knowing that person's going to win $750,000 and you're going to get $75,000, right? I thought it was 50, but whatever. Or or whatever, yeah. Yeah. I just don't believe it. And um, I had texted you to ask if you thought that that was true. And also, do you think if it was Aza and Big D that she would have won? No. I don't either. Even because I think that one comp, he just, nope. Everyone was saying that she's never talked game with them. And yeah, I think even if they, let's say as a whole gameplay was neck and neck, um, I feel like big D has way better, um, like sales, social sales pitch where I think he would have just been able to sell himself more. Cause I'm not going to lie. Even when he was selling himself to the jury with some of those questions, I mean, I was like, I mean, he's not wrong. I didn't think you should win, but. (laughs) I think if you're in that situation, obviously I'm never going to pick him over someone that, you know, competed hard, but down to those two, she won one comp. Okay. But she was like kind of a a Debbie Downer the whole time. He was like friendly, happy, encouraging. He hugged you if you cried. In that situation, that means more to me than that she won one comp at the end of the game. A hundred percent. So I do think if it was down to those two, I would have voted for Derek for Big D. But obviously, no matter who it was, X would have had my vote. I like how you corrected yourself saying Derek as if that wasn't correct. <laughs> well, I know, I know, but you know, then there's like we we forget about Derek X, Baby D. So I actually bring this up at some point in my notes uh, that it's like coming up in one of my notes coming up soon, but. Um, I don't think we've ever had so many nicknames on a season before as we did this season. I agree. And it is a little confusing because so you have big D Derek, Derek X or baby D and then Xavier is X. So it's like a lot of the same stuff. Chada, Julie even did mention why, because I guess a lot of people 
were confused about why they were calling her that. A hundred percent. They never, they all just started calling her that. Yeah. Cause you asked said, me that oh, too. I don't know her last name. I only knew because I had looked her up because she lives near me and I wanted to know where she went to school. And so I was being a creep, but like yeah. <laughs> Julie did say, everyone keeps asking and like, that's your last name. And so like there were, I'm trying to think, were there other nicknames? Yeah. Well, they called Sarah Beth SB. Oh, that's right. And then they called Tiffany Tiffy Toes. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, like I feel like there's always at least one. Yes. But I felt like they were all about the nicknames. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, so um they so Julie introduced now brings out the jury. She brings out Aza. Aza's sitting there looking like a total bitter Betty. Oh my god, so uh, bad. Yeah, she's just pissed. Um, and then Julie makes a comment. I'm here with a very rowdy jury. And I'm like, no, Julie, that's just Brittany. <laughs> I know you and I were talking about that, that, that girl, I love her so much. Again, similar to big D, right? She's like a shining light. I just was like, you need to tone it down. Just, a, just a notch, please. Yeah. Um, so Xavier, so they're getting into like the questions of like, so basically, so this was, Jeff asked me this and I wasn't sure. Do you think that everybody has to write a question for all three of them? Because they don't know who the final two are going to be. Um, If you notice, I think it's like usually pretty general. Like it'll be like, um, oh, you know, why do you think you, like, what did you do compared to the person sitting next to you? Uh-huh. So I do think that, but definitely pointed in terms of who asks what question because like Kylan they definitely gave him that question on purpose and directed yes. it at Xavier so yes. because Xavier like kind of jabbed at Kylan with his answer to his question I remember he he basically like commented something like um like well I've never belittled anyone or yep. made it personal or like he kind of just like basically jabbed Kylan with his answer well and like I said to you, Kylan really did not redeem himself at all. He kind of doubled down. And then when it was talked about, he was like, no, no. When you guys watch the tape, like, you'll see, I didn't say anything bad. Like, I was speaking in generalities. Yes. And Xavier was like, I honestly don't even remember what you said and couldn't hear everything you said. And I think that's the only thing that saved Kylan. Because I think when X gets home and watches it, he's not going to agree with that. He's going to no. think you were being a dick. Kylan's explanation on his argument with X was complete BS. And... Yep. Yeah, no. I was like, you're literally lying to millions of people that saw what you actually said. Like, what an idiot. And X is going to be able to go and watch it to affirm what he's thinking. But honestly, I mean, I guess he gets the last laugh. I just was like, dude, you're doubling down. Like, you could have at least apologized. Like, have some sort of, like, redeeming moment here. Yeah. So somebody asks Big D basically like what he did, like what was his big move in the house? I, Laura, I was like, I don't even think I can watch this. Like I was cringing just because I was like, he, sure, he had a lot to say, but I was like, it's all stupid. Like none of this really means anything. Well, the main, but the main thing he did say was that his big move was starting the cookout. And Mm -hmm. then, so this is where I am again, like super confused because I would think that if Xavier felt like it was him, he would have auto, like he would have automatically corrected him. 
but they did keep like panning the camera to Tiffany's face. Yes. So I was wondering like if that kind of was because nobody said anything, but Big D was using that as like one of his main arguments. I am also wondering just in terms of like the jury, they probably were told like, like for time purposes, like don't address anything if you disagree with it, maybe. I don't know. Um, Also, maybe because there's only one question that they have time, like, you get to yeah. ask a question and you get to say your part equally as the other person will get to answer questions. So maybe if they let them do too much, it just. Yeah, true. Um, I would love to see it more of a debate style, though. Like where Oh, they, that would be interesting. Like where they kind of have, like, are able to rebuttal things. I don't know. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, it would be. But, um, so, let's see, where am I at? My notes. Oh, so then um, somebody asked Big D, and this was something I never, you and I have never talked about it. I didn't know this was, like, something that people in the house felt, but apparently, like, a lot of people in the house thought that Big D was just there for fame or to be on TV. Yeah. Um, And they asked him about that. Do you think he was? Um. No, because really, bottom line, very rarely does anybody on any of these shows capitalize. Like, you'll get some Instagram followers, you get some influencer money, but, like, I think Derek, Derek, who won the the cop, I think he is hosting, he hosts something on, like, A&E or, or he did for a while. Yeah. But most of the people, like, don't, you go and compete on The Amazing Race or Real That's Art what I was going to say. I was like... There's been the Brendan and Rachel's and the Jordan yeah, and Jeff. Jeff, exactly. But yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to become like a news anchor or anything. So like, I don't, and I, it never got talked about that I saw. And then he did say like, yeah, I did say I was here to be on TV or I like to be on TV or something. But it, it also, some of the questions made me think the, like the house guests are not actually like as like nice or like like each other as much as we've been led to believe Uh and like there was some talking behind each other's backs that we maybe didn't see or that went on in jury I guess I was gonna say maybe that was something that became more of a topic in the jury yeah yeah um so uh Claire so so we're basically done with the questions it's time to start placing our votes um Claire I totally saw Xavier's name she did not hide her key you did? Okay. Speak. I didn't see that, but she confused me because I was like, when she got up there, you know, everybody gives their little weird speech of why they're voting, however they're voting. Yeah. And she was like, my favorite thing is to be proven wrong. I hope that happens tonight. And I was like, I'm confused about how that refers to like what you, who you just voted for. Yeah. I don't, that doesn't, you're right. I don't understand that. I didn't understand either. But why have they not made it easier for them to, like, hide their key as they, like, put it in the little slot? I don't know. It's so funny because same thing when Julie pulls it out. She's, like, so careful. I really, that's a good point. Like a little voting booth or something. Yeah, that's true. Or honestly, just put the name on one side. Like, I don't, and then tell them it has to go in this way. And then when exactly. she pulls it out, like, it yeah. shouldn't be as hard as it is. Yeah, or, like, let them vote digitally. I don't know, something. I mean, yeah. I know they like to do the key thing, so I get it. But I'm just, like, they're always, like, trying to hold it while they slide it in. And I'm just, like, oh, my God. 
I know. It doesn't need to be so dramatic. Um, so Kylan, I think this was when, it must have been when he was putting his key in. He made a, some, like, side, like, his comment when he, like, we were saying when they make their vote, they, like, always say, like, a random, like, I'm voting because of this or whatever. Yeah. And Kylan said something about, like, there are more important things in life than Yes. Money such a dick i'm so done with him i know and i liked him so much in the beginning and i liked him all season and then like the last like basically since he got evicted i was just like yeah who is this guy it's a prime example right of anyone but i'm thinking like in terms of like men who don't get what they want and then throw a freaking fit and make life difficult for everybody around them and i'm not here for that like I I don't know what he could do at this point to like have people think any differently of him. He really showed his true colors. Yeah. So everyone's basically placed their vote at this point. I'm assuming it's going to be a landslide. Like I can't think of anybody who would maybe vote for Big D. I wasn't sure. I will also say when Derek X voted, he kind of got to dig in at, big d right because he was saying this like this is for travis um in honor of people who came to play this summer and then oh i forgot yeah, about that. and people on reddit were talking about that and did you catch at some point he also said he's only watched two seasons of the show it's literally the next thing in my notes okay i was okay. shocked by that he said he'd only i was two too yeah. and honestly I think the jury was shocked by that. I, he must not have told anybody that. Yeah, because I didn't. I was shocked by that. I didn't remember hearing anything like that. No, but um, yeah. I mean, at this point, everybody's voted. The jury is just complete chaos. Like Julie keeps having to like tell them to like calm down and shut up. Like it was all a just like. I think they're just like having the time of their life, and there isn't because I think there's something with like the audience sitting there that puts yeah a little more of like nerves where you're maybe where this is just like all of you guys with julie like you feel like you're just hanging out and there's not I've, as much of i'm on camera i'm yeah i'm putting on a show for these people in the audience i don't know i felt like it was kind of like a you know like a camp reunion or something where you're just like so excited and then they started screaming and we didn't know but it was because the other house guests who didn't make it to jury who were already evicted were like on the screen uh-huh. She had to explain that. She's like, this is why they're going great. <laughs> like, she had no control over them. Who gives a shit about any of those people on the freaking screen either? Um, I honestly forgot Whitney existed. Me too! <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh, there were more people in this game. Yeah. And I was thinking, although, could you imagine the FOMO that those five had? Like, oh, yeah jury's there ever like i i was i felt a little bad for them but they seemed like really good sports they had some commentary about the cookout and just some different things and it was nice because like julie said they got to watch it from home like we did so they saw a lot more obviously they saw yeah. more than what anybody else saw yeah so um then they um did this where i don't remember them usually doing this but i feel like they should do this every year but they did like a montage of um basically all of the house guests sharing their secrets yes do you know why i feel like they don't do that normally because nobody has good enough secrets like i was reminded when they did it 
there were some really smart people with kick-ass jobs in the house this year. And usually that's not the case. I feel like there was at least like five people who lied about their job. It was so impressive. And I remember we did talk about it the first episode and I'm glad we came back to it because it should have, it should, and and most of them, right, were women that were, had these amazing jobs that were, you know, trying to conceal them. And I feel like I'm glad that they, you know, reminded the audience, like, we have some really smart people here. Yeah, it was, um, so that was really fun. Not smart enough that they didn't know the cookout was going on, but... (laughs) it was so smart (laughs) I just love they didn't include Xavier's in there they had Xavier do it himself and it was so funny um because everybody just was like I knew it (laughs) but Um, also when Big D said that he was the last son of um Smoke and Joe Frazier and someone was like I knew it and I was what who knew it like what kind of what kind of (laughs) guess would that have been like nobody knew that Unless he said something that we did not see. I was like, I mean, I've heard of him, but honestly, I forgot about it until like they brought it up again. Like he did mention it at the beginning and then not trying to be a brat, but obviously he doesn't have his father's athletic ability. And so it wasn't like he was like a, a threat in terms of that. So I don't know if he was hiding it because he thought maybe people would think he had a lot of money. He was making it clear that that wasn't the case. Yeah. So I don't know what his situation is. From, um, I- well, from what I get from Jeff, because like, so I knew his dad's name. I've heard his name. Yes. I knew who he was. Same. I didn't know much more than that. But Jeff informed me that like, no, he's like literally one of like the like most epic, like heavyweight boxers of all time. He did is he alive he was- though? No, he is not I alive. I didn't think so. Okay. Yeah. Jeff told, cause I asked Jeff that too. And he had said that, um, I think he was kind of a womanizer. Like, I think he has kids from like, right. Okay. That was kind of what I was thinking. So that's why I think it's not like, I think, and that's where big D's trying to say, like, it's not like I come from like this big wealthy family. My dad was out just like having kids with like various women. Yes, totally. So I know he's one of nine, but I'm assuming they're all like half siblings mostly. Right. Okay. So, um, and then from there, Brittany shares um, with everyone for the first time that she has autism. I was shocked by this. I guess I had assumed she shared that in the house. I, I understand why also. she said she didn't. Um, but I thought that that was like a pretty amazing no. moment. So I knew she didn't share it in the house. I thought she would have said something in jury. I mean, you're in this house with these people for weeks again. What else do you have to talk about? Right. And so... And that maybe that surprised me. I was gonna say maybe it was possible because they don't fit, they don't have the cameras there, but um, they it seemed, seemed very like surprised. People were shocked that yes. people were in the jury. So yeah, no, her speech made me tear up a little. I thought she did a great yeah, job. Her, you know, too. saying she wanted to be didn't want to be just about that. She wanted to be known as Brittany, and I thought that was um, great representation. And I have seen a lot of stuff on social media of. Um, people who also have autism saying that they're so proud of her and you know her message yeah yeah that was awesome um so yeah we get basically we get to the well we'd gotten into uh julie and had kylan like share her his side of the argument with x and stuff but we already talked about that it was all bs um but then we get to the nine votes and Xavier wins with the landslide. Now, um, I was surprised because I think you and I had talked about 
I wasn't sure if Kylan was going to be so bitter that just out of spite, he wouldn't vote for him. I always, I mean, I, I always wonder that, but I'd say 90% of the time they still don't let that get to them. Yeah. But, um, there are those few bitter Bettys, but I felt like based on how Kylan was trying to portray that he, oh no, I wasn't like that or whatever. Like, well, honestly, I he still voted for him. If you already know everyone else is going to vote for Xavier and then you're the vote for big D, like why piss X off even more? Why be a bigger dick? Like you might as oh, well true. just go along with the majority. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so then at this point, big D and X come out of the house and the confetti and everybody's like the best part each other is and obsessed with each other. And then I was getting so annoyed because all freaking season we have to hear Julie go air hug, social distance. So I know. And Julie's touching everyone. She kept yep. hugging Xavier. Like I'm like, I'm like, what happened to all this like air hugs and social distancing, Julie? I know, totally. <laughs> um, so yeah, the whole social distancing was in there was so stupid because I'm like, I know damn well she has to probably get tested like every day. Like Yeah, and he's been in a house for 90 days. Yeah, exactly. We know they're good. So as long as she's like getting her testing and everything, which I guarantee they're making her do. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just, that was one thing I noticed. I was like, stop touching them if this is such a big deal. (laughs) Um, And we got to see like Xavier's family on the screen and they were so happy for him. Yeah, it was, I, I do feel like they try their best to make it feel like people are there and celebrating with you i mean it's obviously not the same but um it was like a really good finale yeah and but we have our one last uh last um part of business which is america's favorite player which we nailed it we did i will say yeah you're right we were right with the top two votes i did think the other person was gonna get it though um, I think I did too, but yeah, I know me and you both were like, it's going to be Derek X as just a favorite player because he was just really like yep. fun and he was just, he was a nice guy. And, and then there's the people who vote that are like actual, like big brother fans. And they're like, Tiffany deserved to win. So, and I will say after his comment about only watching for two seasons, I was a little disappointed and I was like, mm, I'm glad, but it also sucks to know that you're one of the top two. So you're like, yeah, America loves me, but doesn't love me enough to give me the money. Yeah. So Tiffany won $50,000 and she and was she shocked seemed, and I was she very seemed happy so happy. Yeah, yeah. I was very happy too. As much as she pissed me off a lot throughout the season and I thought she could be a real bitch sometimes. Like I was very happy for her. I felt like it was well-deserved because she did play a really good game. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then Julie starts hugging Tiffany now too. So I know well, at that point it's like a free for all, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like, that this is the thing. I feel like people have been so split because there hasn't been really any drama. There hasn't been any surprises. But the thing is, I feel like when you have such a solid cast, that is what happens sometimes. Like everybody just played as hard as they could. They, I mean, I'm still so impressed. Everyone kept saying that the cookout is going to go down as the best alliance in history. And I think that's true. I agree. Um, and you know, at the at the very least, yeah, I'd rather take a season like that that's historically doing something rather than 
Josh banging his pots and pans and people in each other's faces screaming. <laughs> it's entertaining, but this was meaningful at least. Absolutely. I agree. So, um, yeah. So Xavier wins. Tiffany is America's favorite player. Like you said, I think we have one of the best freaking alliances ever. Yeah. Um, hands down who, where not only was it a historic alliance, but it was just like epic in the sense of everything they went out to do. They were able to accomplish so totally um, and normally right because i think we'd already heard that celebrity big brother was coming in the winter but did she say that yep so that's and then i have that i must have missed it yeah she literally at the very end because all of the jury got so excited everyone and all the jury started cheering and getting excited about it oh because i guess they wouldn't have known that yeah Yeah, okay yeah i was like oh we're done and i turned it off (laughs) yeah so she said celebrity big bro will be back in february Okay, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so we got a little bit. So yeah, we got a little break. And then I liked Celebrity Big Brother last time. I'm excited to hear who they end up getting. I love Celebrity Big Brother. I think it's fun. We'll have to look at how we want to do this if we want to do this again. Because if I remember correctly, it's a lot of Big Brother in a short amount of time. That's true. I guess we'll have to see. Oh, sorry, I just went dark. But also, I feel like because it's usually like a lot of reality stars, this might be our time to shine. I know. I definitely think we should do it. We'll just figure out how we want to do it. Because if, like I said, if I remember correctly, I feel like it was even on an extra night a week. Yeah. Cause I think it's only three weeks. Yeah. It was like, it was less than a month and it was on a lot. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we can put it on pause until we find out what the schedule is and then go from there. Yeah, so you guys, maybe we'll see you for more Big Brother in February. If not, maybe we'll pick a different show to do and one that isn't on three nights a week. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things we could come back with. And I mean, um, I'm thinking maybe Real Housewives All-Stars is coming up. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to get freaking... What's oh peacock yeah i have it because i have xfinity but um i think i wonder could you use my peacock i don't know how peacock works so y'all have to let me know i will look into that i you probably could i would think because i definitely can... i'm i mean i'm gonna have to get it if not because i definitely have to watch that and i definitely think let's plan on doing that for sure yeah let me look into that because i'm thinking i watch it on like my chromecast but all you do is log in. So like if you had my information, I don't know why you couldn't. And have they announced when that's going to be yet? No, I want to say, I don't know why I think December, but I could totally be wrong. Okay. And all if right. it's December, no, that's like really busy, but we'll, we'll, we'll look into it and we'll figure it out for sure. Absolutely. I had fun well, doing this been with a you. It's been Yes. Has. It's been so and much I'm so fun. Glad. Now I have like some, I say, podcasting experience is and I come on and do it. I don't actually know how to make a podcast, but at least I put it on your resume, girl. (laughs) Yeah. I've got no, and then watch, I like get a job and they're like, Oh, and you can podcast. And I'm like, Oh no, (laughs) I've been on one. I don't know how to put it together or edit it, but. Um, all right, Courtney. Well, yeah, it's been so much fun. Thank you guys all for listening every week. And yeah, hopefully me and Courtney will come back again to cover something in the near future. But in the meantime, thanks guys and have a good one. Have a good one. Thanks, Laura. Bye.